0: Episode 79, interview with Dylan Kleckler. We're a little bit late. I know, such slackers, late. We're having a little bit of some technical difficulties. This time, we cannot blame Logan, though, StreamYard. uh, Thank you, you're absolutely amazing. But we're just having a little bit of some technical difficulties getting Dylan in here. He's going to continue to work on that, and uh, we're going to continue to do this. So for anybody that doesn't know, Dylan Kleckler. I feel bad for you. Just Google him. He is by far the toughest guest that we've ever had. And if any of the other guests or any of the other people on the show want to uh, want to say that uh, that he's not any tougher, well, I want you to say it to his face. And we can see that big, beautiful man right backstage. So we know we're ready to go. And, uh, yeah, so obviously, guys, this is Episode 79. And uh, Dylan has a big fight coming up on the 30th, and we're going to talk all about that. and it's going to be round 2. All right, something that a lot of his opponents don't usually make it to. And um well, you know, that's just me giving some jabs and trying to see how many boxing terms like that I there. can so that I can get in there and thankfully there's no 10 count on us being late. But uh according to me, Laura was the first one here, so uh what's up Laura all the way from across the sea? We got that we look at this amazing crew we appreciate you we got liam one of the most gorgeous white beards i've ever seen and then we got silky what's up silky i'm glad you made it i hope everything is going well with you and i hope everything is going well with all you amazing amazing people yeah that's what happened logan forgot well logan didn't forget the snacks logan forgot to get the snacks for a dude who's in training turns out You can't have all this beef jerky and, uh, you know, this top shelf liquor and ho-hos and all this. We got to stop because, you know, he is in training. So you can't put it in there. It's okay, Logan. What Dylan's eating backstage is
1: actually, um, it's hay and water.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And in Miami, maybe the hay is wrapped in like, I think they got a lot of good tacos or something on there. Fish. We're going to say fish. Lots of fish. Lots of fish. So let's do the intro. And uh, like I said, so we're gonna give uh, we're gonna give Dylan a little more time. Like I said, we're having some technical difficulties. We're gonna get through it. Don't worry about it. We're gonna get through it. We're gonna run the intro. You'll see me and Logan, and then we'll get Dylan in here as soon as we have this figured out. So, Logan, you ready?
1: Yeah, I'm here. Might yeah, he's go good off. enough. Let's do it. All Let's right.
0: Do it. Yep. we are i did it i did it and yeah logan forgot the snacks dylan is mad what's up bearded tater turtle hey 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 shout out squeaks Squeaks, what's up what's up oh nick was first hey i just said according to what i saw on the youtubes through the stream yard that's what i saw i saw laura so all right nick's coming in like hey i was first joe myers was first last week i wonder why he wasn't first this week looks like dylan's got it figured out we're super excited yeah, he's back there flexing. he's like flexing. He's like I'm out. Logan, Logan. This is I'm what out. happens. These are this is what you're gonna get because you messed up my snacks. No, yeah. I can't eat all that. I don't like hay coke. and
1: water. Yeah,
0: and every and once fish. in a
1: while I want a burrito and a ho ho. Yeah, and ho ho sounds like. I today. mean, he's already been on. Th- I know, I know, I know, we know, but like I th- but think when he's mad, that's probably what he sounds like. Oh, I don't know. I would not
0: like to see him now I'm me a little either. scared. If you guys didn't see the intro work, tell me you're not a little bit intimidated by that and slightly turned on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's Dylan, bad boy Kleckler. Make sure, of course, you guys check him out. He's got the upcoming fight that we're going to talk about, and there's there's just so many cool things about this fight that I'm super excited to talk about. But uh, obviously, guys, round two with Dylan. And uh, before we do this, I'm not trying to like m- set the mood like a little sad or mm-hmm. anything like that. But I will do want to give a huge special shout out to Natalie Johnston, who might be the toughest person that i have seen that i know because she went through a kidney surgery today kicked ass and i'm super excited you know that everything went well um so speedy recovery to natalie make sure all you guys think about her and uh you know if you're into the whole praying and all of that stuff keep her in your thoughts keep her in your prayers um, you know, for a speedy recovery, um yeah, she she just from what I'm told from Aaron, she absolutely kicked ass today, and there was an actual picture of the kidney, and it's absolutely doesn't look like a kidney. It looks like some of Dylan's opponents back in the day, Ooh, and I'm cool. super um super super excited shout out to the uh to the to the medical staff that did a phenomenal job to one of the not only our friends but the friends of the show and the talking beards network so shout out Natalie, speedy recovery cheers everybody to natalie speedy recover we love you guys so you know um yeah shout out to that and uh just wanted to do that so make sure you guys obviously keep earning your your thoughts and whatever else Ah, coffee all right so Mm -hmm. um Usually we would get into some news, but uh, we don't have a news segment anymore. We're going to try to figure that out. And, uh, yeah, but either way, we're live on the Talking Beards Network. So what's up, Talking Beards Network? And uh, you guys can check them out on their show with Scott and Aaron every Tuesday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. They have an amazing news, guys, speaking of news, at least in my opinion. And, uh, yeah, they got got something a little bit special every single week. So, guys, show them some love. What we're going to do real quick. We're going to play a little video from one of our friends, and then Dylan is ready to go. We're going to bring him in. I hate to wait uh, any longer. So let's do. All right, Logan, I'm going to let you pick A or B. Mm, Yes. Okay.
2: My bro day is better than toilet paper. You see, toilet paper just smears your poop all over the place, and never leaves you with that successful wipe you're looking for. The Bro Day works just like a shower. It uses a clean stream of water to wash away all the poop from your bum, leaving you just needing to pat dry with a towel or some toilet paper. You can even control the pressure with just the twist of the knob, and it's even got a front wash for the ladies out there. If you're looking for a better alternative to toilet paper, you need to try the Bro Day. So here's...
0: Telling you what, not only is our guest Dylan Kleckler somebody that kicks some ass. This bro day kicks some ass, but it kind of does kick you in the ass because that toilet water, super cold. I didn't get the uh, I didn't get the heated model. So in the middle of winter and the water's a little bit cold, yeah, you're getting some cold water up that buttholes. But I'm gonna tell you what, not only are you gonna save on toilet paper, it's gonna give yourself one of the cleanest butts holes in the entire neighborhood, maybe even the entire county, maybe the entire state. Did you use the fun one for the women yet? Uh, Yeah. So, yeah, it turns out if you use the front spray that is for the women, it shoots really high pressure water right to your balls and it doesn't feel good. (laughs) So, fellas, make sure you use the rear for the rear. Ladies, use the front for you. Read the directions. Guys. Yeah, you don't even really have to read the directions. You just have to have a half a brain, which turns <laughs> out, and I did, but you know what? If I'm going to sit on there and use that BroDay, I want to know product what knowledge. it works. And
1: uh, it's all about product Yeah, it knowledge. turns
0: out, yeah, it's a really cold spray, but it does a phenomenal job. We to go, go on and on and on. and Get yourself one at BroDay.co. At least we know Matt's Balls are clean. Balls were clean, and it is the, they even describe it as the skid mark Terminator. So, guys, check it out. BroDay.co. Yeah, there's always some shit talk going on, and it's not always yeah. between me and Logan. That's right. And uh, speaking of some shit talk, I bet you Dylan is a pretty good shit talker because, you know, well, not only has he been a uh, in the MMA, not only is he in the bare knuckle fight uh, BKFC, because I always forget the F and the C. I'm assuming it was fight, but he's going to let us know about that, and he's going to be in BKFC 17, which you guys are going to check out on April 30th. He's going to be in Alabama, a place that most people I heard in Alabama can't even spell. And that's Birmingham. I'm pretty sure it's Birmingham. Either way, I got to write down in the notes. But I forgot where I was going. But yeah, either way, yeah. Um, Yeah, he played some football and all that. No, no, that's just a bad idea. That's a bad idea. So uh, let's just uh, do the quick intro. Dylan, you ready? He's ready. Look at that guy. Has he never not been ready? He's like, yeah. He took a deep breath and he's like, He's thinking about that bidet. He's like, yes, "Why?" He's, like, he's going. Do this. He's going to my trainer. Why don't I have one of these? And right. we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna get you one. Don't, don't but worry then, about I'd that. Probably
1: get him ready for the fight a little bit better, knowing that he's clean down there. Yeah. What are you saying he's not clean down there? I don't know. I've never been down there. I'm just guessing. Oh, Okay. Well, anyways, let's do this.
0: As mentioned, tonight's guest is Dylan Kleckler. He's a man who trains in Miami, the city where the heat is on all night on the beach, running to the break of dawn. A man who runs down the street in 90 degree heat with boxing gloves on, chasing a truck, punching the trainer, and somehow does it with a smile on his face. At least I think it's a smile. A man who goes pinky up. When he's drinking his coffee because he's nothing but class. A man who has such a nice beard, he knows how hard it is to eat ribs. So instead of eating them, he just goes out in the ring and breaks ribs. A man Mm -hmm. that is going to scare many future boyfriends away from his kids. A man who can throw a weighted ball almost 50 feet. Yes, seriously, he could probably throw Logan 50 feet. A man that does what he loves for who he loves. A man who is back for round two with the Beard Loss crew. A man that we're proud to call our bearded brother the one. The only Dylan Cluckler. Hey, what's up, dude? That was, hell,
2: that was one hell of an intro, man.
0: Yes, we did it again. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I was, uh, and that was a parody. So, Will Smith, I know you're probably watching and your song, like Miami, like I didn't, I didn't, I didn't steal anything. It, it's okay. We, no. I was, it was a parody. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so obviously, man, thank you for taking some time. Uh, obviously, you are a busy, busy dude, and we're super excited to have you back for round two. And I'm glad you figured out the technical uh, difficulties. We have them every show. You you would think that me being an IT guy, I'd have that shit figured out by now. But it turns out uh, yeah. turns out I don't have it out yet. But I'm glad you made it. And uh, yeah, great intro. Hey, what's up? Josh says hello. What's up, Josh? Josh did some sweet custom artwork. Let's see if I can do this without breaking shit. Check that out. That's me oh, that's as a zombie head. head.
1: <laughs> not that's much not. different than when he wakes up in the morning. And no, slurred. and
0: then and then he's got then he's got Billy Gibbons somewhere over there. Yeah, yeah. Yep. shout out Dylan. Funny. He uh, room Green Productions. Just a just a class. Just an absolute amazing dude. Speaking of amazing dudes, um, obviously round two. We're back. We're glad to have you. You're the first guest that we've ever had come back twice, and we will always remember our first. So. Um, what we want to start off, you know, obviously, congrats on the last win. We uh, we were watching it backstage, as you know, we were going nuts, and uh, you know yeah. what I mean. Obviously, you uh, you finally got to enjoy, you know, just like you do after every win, you got to go out and enjoy it a little bit. But yeah, it was it was uh, it was really uh, it was it was a cool experience, you know, for us to watch because self admittingly, I haven't watched a lot of the BKFC, you know what I mean. And then you know now that we're uh, yeah. we're following you along the journey, we were stoked. And uh, we went through, and there there was no money on the line just for fun. We were like, we're going to pick every winner, right? So naturally, there was (laughs) a lot more beards in the event than I thought. So I went all beards, every single one. Turns out a lot of the beards uh, uh, didn't do as well.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But we're glad that our favorite beard
0: did fantastic. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then we watched the interview after with – I forget her name. And, uh, yeah, you just – you absolutely nailed it. You absolutely nailed it.
2: Yeah. It was so, a good night, uh, man. It was a quick, quick easy win. Uh, I wouldn't yes. say easy because I trained my ass off for it, man. I lost, lost 25 pounds before that fight. Uh, down yeah, in this was, Miami. Heat.
0: Yeah, and it was something that you said, well, um, something about how you're, you, you know what I mean, you train hard, you know what I mean, and, and you're very prepared, and obviously this isn't a quote because I'm going to butcher it, but something how, you know, the harder you train, the harder you work, the faster the Deep. fight is. You know, you could tell how hard you trained and how well you were prepared because, you know, you even talked about how you were, you know, preparing him to rush you, you know what I mean? And then you just kind of went in, you picked your spots, you took advantage of it, and uh, down he went.
2: 24 seconds later, that's history.
1: Yes, yes. That's a pretty good game Uh, plan, (laughs) Dylan. I mean, honestly, like, the less fighting you have to do with someone else, the better.
2: Less chance chance you got of being hit. (laughs)
1: Less chance (laughs) you know it's going to be all in the back of your head. (laughs)
2: So because yeah, it only, it only prepare, takes one.
1: Right. Prepare and fight first <laughs> yes, and then yeah. go in the
0: fight. Yeah, no, that's I a, like your game plan. Yeah, and in front for anybody that doesn't know, Dylan is obviously in the heavyweight division. So, like he said, yeah. it can only take one. Yeah, and that's really, you know, it was it was about three or four that it took for him, but it was one shot to the ribs, and they were done like the Mick Ribs at McDonald's because they're limited edition, <laughs> you know. Um, so obviously one question that we start every guest off is, is, you know, the whole what you got to, uh, what you got into, you know, into TikTok, we already answered that so we don't need to. So, um, we just want to know like how has, or if you've even noticed, has uh, TikTok either maybe helped you in your brand or potentially, you know, has it helped you kind of, you know, through the training process, maybe stay mentally focused or maybe like a little bit of an entertainment release or anything like that?
2: yeah um uh, man i i love watching the TikTok videos um uh, the, the the my social media person that does them for me mm-hmm. she does a great job and she puts a lot a lot of my kids in there and you know adds little songs to it man it's cool um i i catch myself watching watching my own videos all the time of just my you know my daughters and my wife and stuff that's in them um she does a great job uh as far as that man you know TikTok is just you know it's, i can't say that it's i mean it, it definitely helped brand me'cause you know i have a I think I'm up to like twelve thousand followers, something like that. Nice. So it definitely, there's a lot of people, you know, out there that, that are following me from it. So it's got to be helping the brand.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, you know, it's, just, it's it's interesting to me how people are so interested in, in my life because you know before before I had a TikTok, I and like I like I said before the first TikTok was brand new. I think I had it two weeks when I when I did my first interview with y'all. So you know it's, it's cool how so many people are, are in, in, interested in you know like what you're doing how you're training um you know your your family life your personal life it, it, it's cool man it's cool to me. I like it
0: Yeah and it's yeah and it, it, it's like you said it's cool because people can kind of see a different view you know they may see you as yeah. you know a fighter that you are but then to see the family man that you also are it's it's a yeah, cool thing in the in the hard work and dedication and and everything like that so speaking of the fight April 30th Birmingham, Alabama, BKFC 17 versus Burns. You guys are the main event, and it's also a heavyweight eliminator fight. Um, So, more or less, that means the winner would get a chance at the heavyweight championship. Is that correct?
2: That's right. That's correct. uh, Nice. The winner of this bout will fight the winner of Joey Beltran, who is the current uh, heavyweight champion. He's fighting uh, Shoemaker. Okay. And I think they're fighting May twenty first. I believe is their date.
0: Nice. So
2: that's going to be a cool one to go to and watch.
0: Absolutely. Do you know where that one is yet, or?
2: I want to say that location. one's in uh. Miami. At the Dolphin Stadium, in Miami. Oh wow, that's one. I think it's the Hard Rock Stadium. Yeah. So it's. Yep. It's a big deal. Nice. It's a big that's event. cool. They're gonna have a bunch of good fights on that card. A bunch okay. of good. Ones.
0: Nice. That'll be exciting. And then, uh, yeah, then we'll, uh, then we'll get to see who you get to take on in the heavyweight. I'm super excited. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, you know, obviously let's, you know what I mean? Obviously the, there's, you know, there, the obvious answer, like it's going to mean everything, but I like, what would you say, or how would you describe, like, what is it going to mean to get that title shot in the, uh, in the BKFC? Well,
2: man, when I, when I first, when I first jumped into this sport, um, you know, I jumped into it with my, my, um, my trainer, of ten years, he was my best friend, my go-to guy. I did my first fight in Oxford, uh, Mississippi, with him. Um, he passed away two days two days after that. He had a, he had a, a massive heart attack. Um, when me and him started this, you know this this was our goal, man, to to get that belt. To and uh, you know, this this was my my big contract, my big break. And uh, every since every since that man, it's, it's like. You know, things have just been lining themselves up in the right order, and it to be honest with you, it's been besides the hard work I put into it every day, which is all I, you know, that, that that's my part, that's what I do. Everything yep. just been put in front of me, and I've just been, you know, just it's 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 out. You know, I, I call it breadcrumbs. I'm just following the breadcrumbs, man. It's it's leading me down this path, and it's got me this far. Um, and I don't I don't feel like it stops with Burns. You know, I feel like it, this is just this is just another one um, to get me to where I want to be. Uh, I, you know, I, I set out, man. I, I put in the work for it. Uh, I can't say I've ever trained this hard. And I can't say that I've ever been in this this good a shape. I said this in my last fight. I said, you know, this is the best shape I've ever been in. I'm actually in better shape now than I was then. So it, it's getting better. Um, yes. Just when I think I'm done it, you know, some, something happens and then here I'm in a better situation. So I'm just going to yes. keep riding this wave, man, until it, until it crashes with me.
0: Yes. Yeah. That's a good thing. Keep following those breadcrumbs. And uh, yeah, it seems yeah, like you man. have a, you know what I mean? You have a, you have a good, uh, you know, camp, you have a, you have a good crew. It's it's pretty cool. And like we kind of mentioned earlier in the TikToks, you even, you know, you see a little bit of that, you know, you see a little bit of some yeah. people training with you, you know, some of the people in there and it's a, it, it's a real cool thing. So one question I wanted to ask you too, is obviously there's some other fighters and I was just curious, like, do you know Mike Richmond, who's also on the card? Cause that dude has a pretty sweet stash. He's going against uh Marcel Stamps. I didn't know if you guys ever crossed paths yeah. or anything, but he's got a nice mustache. I've seen, I to... I've
2: seen him before. Yeah, I've seen him before. I know you're talking about. Yeah, he does have a nice yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, it's it's nice, right? Like it just he reminds yeah. you of like those old school boxing movie. You know what I mean? Like the old school, yeah, just kind of mentality, old, with the sweet Curled up at the end. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah, And I I am assuming that's what he's going for, but I'm going to, I'm going to pick him in in my, in my, uh, my for fun go to, yeah, he's going to be one. So, um, so one thing that I kind of saw and you kind of hinted about it a little bit was, um, um, we, we got to see a little bit, you know, whether it was, you know, through Instagram or or any of the social medias, a little bit of kind of like your pre fight routine, you know what I mean? Um, so I just kind of wanted to, say that like I don't think a lot of people really realize you know what happens before the fights and like how you guys go and there's a schedule and you know because like we just see as as viewers and fans we see here's the card here's the yeah. fight then the next fight then the next fight so I didn't know if you just kind of want to just talk a little you're not into duty details or you know give away anything but just a little bit about you know the the lead up the the pre-fight stuff that you know you kind of do behind the stage and behind the cameras and stuff you know.
2: Uh, the the, um, the professional part of it is trying to time up your warm up to when you go out yeah well, BKSC is it's crazy backstage you wouldn't believe how many people are actually in one locker room so um, and, and then they have you know they have they have catch catch fights which a catch fight if you know if there's a fight that ends real early they'll throw that catch fight in there. Or if all the fights run in order, then they'll throw it in, in the very end. So you never know. They actually threw the catch fight in right before me. It was the two girls that actually absolutely—it was they—they they won fight of the night. They were actually absolutely killing each other in there. It went all yeah. five rounds. It was a war. That, that yeah, was that was the catch fight of the night. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. So weird. like,
0: is uh. Um. Yeah. And that's curious. Like, you know what I mean. Like, it's something that I've heard about, but I've never, you know, got to talk to somebody about them. Like, that's a that's an interesting concept. Like, I wonder how you go into your night as as the catch fighter. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that, knowing well, me, that you're yeah. the catch fight, but if you yeah. catch your opponent right, then you might land yourself on a card. You know what I mean?
2: Exactly. They the the girl that was in our corner. She warmed up for from the moment we got there to – she had to warmed up warmed up for at least. Ten or fifteen rounds before she actually went on. She, you know, she didn't know when she was gonna go, so she, she just stayed warming up the whole time. And wow, I, I think that's a, yeah. Okay. It, 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 and then it went it went into a five-round fight. So man, if she would have had those extra ten rounds in, you know, in her in her in her win. She she, she might have pulled that fight off. Who knows? She warmed up for hours, man, hours. And then yeah, went to a, a you know. And five that's something rounds, you don't
0: six. see. Yeah, that's something you don't see behind the scenes either. And you might think like, yeah. "Wow, this person is gassed." Well, no shit, they warmed up for fifteen rounds. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> she she warmed up the entire from the moment she got backstage till so she went out. She warmed up the entire time.
0: Wow. So, um, so as you're running and, down the
2: street, uh, oh, yeah, the, the preparation it's pretty it's pretty simple. I mean, you just you get a light sweat rolling, then you you, you sit down and kind of kind of chill out for a minute. You get up, you work for an, another two or three minutes you don't want to do too much you don't want to do too little you want to have a nice little sweat going uh, yep. stretch good make sure you're make sure you're warm when you go out it's, there's really no secret to it it's uh, you know anybody who's done a couple of fights has had hopefully done it, done it that way but there's a lot of you know a lot of different opinions a lot, you could probably ask five people and get five different answers um, yeah. some people think that you should be you know warming up for 10 minutes right before and, and then go out some people think you know it's it's tomato tomatoes it's it's, it's whatever your whatever your are trying to works for them or whatever's worked for you in, in, your, in your past your past fights it's um you know it's it's, it's a so if it's i'm if i'm gonna get in a
1: fight with my wife should i have a sweat built up or should i <laughs> calm down for three or four minutes before i go into the ring with her to get killed
2: what i what i would do with my wife is i would take a walk and just cool off and i I'd, I'd yell like she was in front of me, but then when I got home, I'd be okay. Because my, my wife, would probably. <laughs> yeah, work. yeah, my. Are my you like me a- who yells at her when she's
1: not there? <laughs>
2: yeah, she, she's she's yeah, blooded wife, dying, uh, and I'm... Uh,
0: Oh, his wife would pound yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: To yeah you get you get, you gotta wait till that beard gets back a little a little more, and then you, then then she won't want to argue with you.
1: You're Just right. Like you're he, right. I'd be like woman.
2: Yeah. Do you get that look, right man? flop like, I- that beard at Brush, right, it. Just brush, brush it. it
1: with your beard. <laughs> yep, yep, exactly. She'll be like, oh yeah, I play some like chick-ass <laughs> Rocky music in the background. Guys <laughs> okay, speaking have of epic
0: on. mustaches. Remember, we were just talking, Robert. Uh So obviously, this is Dylan in the in the BKFC, and we were just talking about um Mike Richmond in the old school. Robert Baker has one of the <laughs> Most epic. Well, he does have the most epic because he just won. Um, the tw- he's the 2020 mustache national champion.
2: Yeah. All right, and
0: this guy, he's actually in a movie right now, you can barely see, but it's kind of like this old school mentality with the big mustaches. And yeah, yeah. this guy's stash is amazing. And like I said, you can barely see it in there, but guys, check. Yeah. I'm just, I, I know Robert, you're an amazing dude. Um, what your stash is amazing too. And he's new to the newer to the TikTok. Your stash better. Yeah. In the, in the TikTok, he's new to there and he's done some cool things with there. So, uh, congrats. Uh, I haven't really talked with you, but congrats on getting into that movie and everything. I just, I just had to throw it out there cause it ties into the, sure. to the whole bare knuckle thing. So you're running down the street with boxing gloves, punching the trainer in the back of the truck. This is a a thing they do when they're working out. I'd have to imagine you get some looks, you get some comments. What is one of the funniest things that you can remember that somebody might have said as you were kind of running down the street as if you were, you know, little Mike and and Mike Tyson punch out?
2: Man, Uh, so long long story short, I bought this truck. Um, I, I used to have a really nice Jeep, man. I sold my Jeep, and I bought this little truck. Doesn't fit either one of my girls, and I, I basically just use it to get the training and back. Yeah. And my wife gives me the hardest time. Like, why did you buy that stupid truck? <laughs> so I drive it ten hours to Miami, and I turn it into like the gym truck. <laughs> I put a you now I buy like a luggage rack for the bumper, and I you know I put a, a punching bag on it, and uh you know my 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 coach stands in the back holding mitts, and we're driving on a block punching this thing. And the first time we did it, man, people were coming outside with video cameras. And, you know, taking pictures of us. It, it was nuts. It was nuts. Um, first thing I did was send the pictures of my wife and say, see, I told you, I told you buying this truck was a genius <laughs> idea.
1: So
2: got, it's tough to say, to, it's to say, it's easier to
0: say I told you so 10 hours away, isn't it?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, <laughs> see, she didn't understand. I had a vision. I had a vision for this truck and, and it finally all came out. So yeah, this I'm, I'm writing it off on my taxes as a, a gym, gym equipment.
1: Hey, hey, I you. like the way she that... probably had a vision when you guys got married too, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh yeah, so and, and I'd have to imagine that like there's not a lot of smart ass comments being your thrown away because you are an absolute beast who's running down the street punching more or less somebody right. in a truck. Like who's gonna be like, oh look at that pussy?
2: There's not a lot of that going on. But some of the guys I train with, I'm not sure if y'all I'm not sure if y'all know, uh Yuli Yuli the Monster Diaz. Yes, if you want to be a scary dude, check him out. Bad joke yeah. is scary. Yeah.
0: I have, um, and I, the first time I checked him out, like I couldn't sleep for two nights. I was so scared. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I, that has to happen. Like I'd have to imagine there's some opponents that are like, oh, I got to against him. There's gonna be some sleepless nights.
2: Exactly right. Like that's yeah, no he, joke. Like, nicest dude in the world, man. But you would, you do not want to be staring at him across the ring. I can promise you that. Because that dude, No, you know, I had one time
0: staring at him stupid. across the monitor.
2: <laughs> dude, so, the dude. So, is,
0: oh, the, what are you saying the dude is what
2: yeah he's 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 exactly what his nickname is he's a monster man
0: yeah and he
2: yeah, he trains all the, all the day so yeah there there's not there's not many people yelling at yelling cuss words at us over while we're training
0: no i Folks, we already got know. our
2: gloves on so you can get pieced up real quick we just run over to that get some extra work in <laughs> yep
0: yep yep hey why don't you go practice falling down bud Uh, so, so speaking of, you know, training and exercise, there probably has to be this one exercise, one routine or something that you just despise. And then if your trainer's watching, then you don't have to say it. So he doesn't throw a couple extra on them in, but if he's not watching and, uh, doesn't plan on watching it, you you can let us know.
2: I I doubt he's watching, but, um, my trainers is growing a sick beard as we speak. Yeah. Like when I, when I went, when I left for my first camp, yeah, he's on the, he's on the team now. When I left I left for my first camp, he was clean shaved. I came back for the second the second camp. My my man has a full, fully grown beard. And he's he's got the mustache coming out. So that by by the time I fight, he's gonna have it rolled up. So nice check that out. it's cool. It's cool, man. Um can't wait. Yeah, he does his he does this medicine ball thing and I actually I actually stuck my uh I actually did it to myself on accident. So we have these slam balls. They're, you know, just medicine balls. And we had a 10-pound one at the, at the gym. Yep. And, you know, we're slamming it on the concrete. And we're doing this for, like, time rips. And I, I slammed it and busted it. It shot the, shot the cork out and there's sand everywhere. So after this fight, I, I bought a new one. And the one we had was 10 pounds. And I was like, man, I, you know, should I buy a 20-pound or should I just go 15? Something talked me into doing 15. And thank God, because uh, Coach started doing these. These uh medicine ball sit-ups, right? So you hold this medicine ball and you do sit-ups and you twist it each way, reach up, you know, you do so many stuff. so we're I hate this. It is the worst pain to put somebody through. It uh I'm I'm up to doing a hundred every day. And it's horrible. If i went to the twenty pound medicine ball, I probably wouldn't be made. I probably wouldn't have made it because it, it kills me. That fifteen that we wow. went up to, because we were we were using this medicine ball after the dirt had been slung out of, so it wasn't even ten pounds; it might have been eight. Yeah, but I was okay with it, um, because it, it was hard. They're it was doubled. hard. with just the, the, it was hard with whatever sand was in it. It was already hard. So the fifteen, which is a is a legit fifteen. It feels like a mountain you're holding after oh. after about fifty reps, and I'm doing a uh, hundred every day, and it is it's it like is
1: Three reps. For so me. it
0: feels like you you <laughs> go there and you eat way too much Taco Bell and your stomach just hurts. I'm assuming that's how I can relate.
2: To no. that. Yeah, it, so speaking yeah. Speaking of medicine, feels
0: ball, like how, heavy, how how heavy was the one that you threw 44 feet?
2: I think that was a 25 pound ball. Yeah, yeah. I think I think so. And I'm he threw it sure. like
0: you ever seen it, the keg tosses where they just did. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Forty
1: four. Yeah, we were just
2: out there messing around. That that's a bunch of like. uh NFL combine stuff, and I I actually did pretty good. When I when I played college ball, I did I did some NFL tryouts. I went to the combines and I did all that stuff, and I did I did great in them. Um, I actually scored really high in every combine I went to. I went to an elite one, and that's all it that was, was just a bunch of combine work. And I you know I've done it before, so I was pretty good. Yeah. The the guy did say he said I've never seen anybody throw one that far. I didn't I didn't know how far I threw it. I just I knew I threw it farther than anybody that was there that day, so that, I was good with that.
0: Yeah, I remember him saying nice. something, and you could see it landed, and then you just saw the look in the guy's face, and they were just like, <laughs> and I, I think I'm pretty sure it was like 40, it was 44, or 46, and they were like, Oh, I've yeah. never seen one. And I think he even said, I've never seen one thrown that far. Yeah,
2: and I was just like, Yeah, that's, a, that's what I couldn't imagine
0: me. Logan can't even throw a baseball that far. No, I struggle, and I coach. <laughs> He's like, oh, 60 feet of my girl on pitching practice night. We better move it in 4 I to 44. <laughs> so, um, so let's talk uh let's talk a little bit of the fight outfit. Are you uh are you able to tell us kind of what you're rocking uh Can list? you wear sequins?
2: I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, uh I I've, I've never read like any stipulations on what exactly you can wear except you, I know you can't have pockets. That's you can't be car keys in your pocket, you know. Cell phone, wallet, stuff like that. I don't not know a about the sequence though. I think you, uh, I think you could. It's it's not it's not like it's MMA or anything where you know the sequence will actually cut you because I got I got two daughters and a, and a and a bougie wife, so I know all about some sequence. Right, I
1: mean, like <laughs> quite honestly, I it, I'm gonna say it right now, I think they should design your uh, your suit, your outfit. Yeah,
2: he's like
1: <laughs> my yeah, wife He's like played. no chance yeah. in yeah. no.
2: hell. I mean, she she kind of does with like you know with my my regulations in there which you know i just i'm like give me some black shorts and put some on it yeah so if i gave her like full reign there's there's no telling what uh oh. what she might do
0: hopefully yeah, she, to, way she way might be tarnished right right
2: yeah it could could be gone could be gone with just <laughs> one one wardrobe malfunction or one one uh full approval from by my wife there's no there's no telling i don't think she'd do me too wrong because she's got to live with me so I think True. she'd keep it, she keep it, she keep it sort of legit. <laughs> right. Right.
1: There, I know
2: last time you were rocking
0: in, uh, the black and the white. So I didn't know, you know, are you going to kind of, it sounds like you're going to have something similar to that. So.
2: Yeah. I'm, I'm a pretty, pretty simple black, white, gray. I don't, I don't, I usually don't change it up too much.
0: That's not a bad thing. That's not a bad thing. So I wanted to ask you and you don't have to answer if you don't want to, but everybody's talking about the Jake Paul fight. All right. Everybody's talking about it. Um, you know, uh, if if it was rigged or if it was this. And, you know, I know last time we talked, you had a little bit of a perspective because we were kind of like, oh, how much would you get in the ring or something like that from Mike Tyson? You're like, yeah. I get in there for the money. So obviously that yeah. is a, a pretty good thing. So it's kind of a couple parter. Um, you know, obviously, uh, you know, do you think it's rigged? Which whatever you can answer. Whatever. And then um, um, do you actually think he's a decent boxer? and
2: what do you think about him I, I, actually fighting mayweather i mean he t- okay let's let's just be honest and real about one thing they're never going to throw him in there with somebody who's a legit boxer nobody they're right. probably not even going to throw him in there with anybody who is a legit boxer that doesn't in may you know he's yeah. he's picking his he's picking his guys right with the ben Asterix and you know whoever the the basketball player who he, he fought with yeah
0: Nate
2: Robbins. They're not training. gonna throw him in there. Yeah, they're not gonna throw him in there with somebody legit. Um, but he actually is a good boxer. I've, I've I've actually been to the gym where he's training at. He's actually sparred a couple um, guys that my coach trains. Yeah, uh, and he's not he's not bad. I mean, I'm gonna I'm a, I'm gonna give him all the respect that he deserves. The dude works his ass off. So, uh, he's kind of sneaking up on people. You know, people are like, oh, you know, he's a he's a social media guy. You know, he's a, he's a YouTuber he's 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 a joke he has his money he has a lot of money he's not taking serious he's taking it serious he, he from what his trainer told us he said they get up in the morning first thing that first thing in the morning you know they 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 start training then he eats a little something then trains again then he you know he's running. he he pretty much trains all day long and i think he's been doing it for like it had to be like 20, 20 something weeks now the dude's yeah, taking I mean, it serious you know,
0: yeah, and even to be a fighter, step in the ring with a professional—they're professional athletes. Maybe they're not professional yeah. boxers. Like you're, sure. you're—you're not a joke at this point, even though a lot of nah. people that are judging him are people that haven't ever stepped into a ring with him. You know, and that—and that's not me. Like I'm not judging him. I don't. I—I'm I, a—I'm a huge fan of the boxing and the fighting, but I've never been one to get in there. So that's why it was kind of cool to ask your perspective of it. But today, I think it was, or was it last night? They actually announced that he and him and Floyd Mayweather are supposed to have an exhibition match on June fifth with the stipulation that Mayweather hat can't break one sixty and he has to be around one ninety. So they're gonna give him thirty pounds. Well
1: Let's say that, this. That could be you know, that you could know be Paul will last about three rounds because Mayweather will just keep backing up like he did against yeah. Pacquiao anyways. Yeah, hey, yeah I don't yeah. know. At least but, for a little bit. Yeah, and, and I'd love to hear your take uh, on
0: that, hearing that. I, I don't know if you've heard of that or not, but, yeah, there was something that they, they kicked around uh, to, today or last night on social media. I,
2: I wish they would let these guys, like, really go at it. Like, I don't understand why, the, you know, they're paying them great money. Um, and you when Mayweather fought McGregor, you can't tell me Mayweather was trying to trying to finish him. You know he was he was making a show about it. You know he wasn't right. He, when when Tyson fought Roy Jones Jr., come on, man, a, that was you know y'all saw it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. if they Tyson weren't trying, trying to hurt each other, they had Mayweather, you know they had like
1: so technical against against McGregor. He knew that if he if he stayed away from McGregor for two or three rounds, he'd win because McGregor would be tired.
2: Yeah. But if if yeah, May actually
1: went after him, there's a chance that McGregor was gonna knock his ass out.
2: Yeah. If he caught him, if, if he caught him with the right punch, which he shouldn't, but it happens. Yeah. Um, and he knew he knew see, boxers are smart, man, and I'm I'm just now yeah. just now putting my foot into like the boxing world. You get you get in the ring with a great boxer and he will he will tire you out. He will run from you that whole time and let you punch yourself out. And they they understand that there's no way that you can possibly train for that. That's just that's just a, like a boxing secret, you know. If they run from you, you chase them. Uh, it takes takes more power out of you when you swing and miss than it does when you swing and hit. And they'll just make yeah. you miss until you tire up. And a yeah. good a good boxer will, will go in there with the mindset and he'll sure. outthink you. And, and next thing you know, you have, you know you can't feel your arm that he's he's killing. You. But I wish they would let you know. I wish they would let these guys like really. Yeah. I know the Jake Paul and uh, Ben Ashley thing that that seemed legit. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, ben Ashford seemed way too happy to get knocked out after the fight. They showed him, like, walking with his girl, and he's, like, smiling and laughing. He got a million for that fight. I would be smiling and laughing, too, especially if I went out that quick. You know, he's going straight to the bank. Good for him. I don't I don't know how legit it was. He he looked like he didn't train a day in his life. He looked like he didn't even sit up to get out of bed. Um, yeah.
0: And he might not have. By,
2: <laughs> yeah, just by the way he looked, man. He, he looked horrible. And um, so he, he obviously didn't yeah yeah and it, and i when he fought uh they they were showing clips of him fighting uh who was uh dang, I thought about this earlier, and I, and I nailed who the guy was, but he was on the ground just getting smoked, man ground and pounded. uh who was this?
0: But I think, I think, too, either – I don't think it was, like, his first fight in a while. Like, he had been, no. I think, out of the game for a while. And like you said, even if he did train, who who knows, you know what I mean? And, and what well, you would know, we wouldn't, you know, yeah. of, the, of the, you know, the training that he actually did, you know, how much did he get hit. But like you said, I couldn't tell if he was so happy. Well, one, because he just got a million dollars. Two, because it was done and he didn't really get that hurt. Or three, maybe he no. really did get knocked out and he was just having a great time in, in the concussion protocol.
2: <laughs> <Could be>. uh <laughs> Robbie Lawler. It's it's showed Robbie Lawler on top of Ben Asher just ground and pounding the shit, bouncing his head off the mat, and he took those punches. And this is without a boxer glove on, so it, it hurts a little worse. And he was taking those left and right, man. And he didn't he didn't get knocked out then. Um, he might still be kind of concussed from the Masudov knee when when Masudov him in the head. He yeah. might he might still be out of it from that because. I mean, they do hit him with a good punch, but, you know, you got box on, you used to get hit with a lot harder punchy. That shouldn't have knocked you out. That shouldn't have slept you like it did. So, you know, there's always going to be that question, like whether he took a fall or, you know, just just took the shortest way to the bank. Who knows?
0: Yeah, definitely, yeah. And, you know, at the end of the day, the next thing – well, it already didn't take. it's already the next thing. Jake Paul and Floyd Mayweather, which, to me, that just blows my mind. I think, to go back to your point, we need a Jake Paul, Mike Tyson. No holds bar Exhibition let them Let's take just the, let him go Cause I take, think Jake Paul's Gonna go in there He's like you know what I'm gonna do this Let's You know with his pen telly, Tyson's gonna hit him once And he's gonna go Oh shit I fucked up Yeah
2: heard <laughs> Take the Take the damn Take the governors off Mike Tyson Take you know Take the leash off of him Like they had on him With his fall Roy You know I think they had like A no knockout No knockdown clause No knockout clause Like you can't knock The guy out Man and Joker's making Millions of dollars You can't let even, him, right, let him hurt even
0: him. right after the fight was like oh man i've been hit a lot and i've been hit a lot in my career and those things still really hurt
2: <laughs> yeah tyson looked like he wanted to go 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 vintage tyson on him you've seen a couple moments where you see him like flashing back with these these body vicious body shots and then you know body head like he like he does and he, he was kind of you could tell he was holding back from it. Um, maybe that, maybe that was, you know, maybe they were holding his paycheck to make sure he, he, he let Roy out alive. I don't know. I don't the
0: trainer's know. going,
2: yeah. no, no, not yeah, yeah. Don't do one. Yeah. Not that one, not that one. You can't
0: kill him <laughs> What? I can't that's, break uh, it back? That's all,
2: yeah. That's <laughs> always, that's always a question with boxing these days. It's like, you never, you know, there's always some kind of rig or some kind of something that has to do with it. The, the, a, the A sides, the, going against the B team and, you know, the A team always wins, so that that's kind of where ruin mm-hmm. boxing is. Kind of, you know, it's still a part of it. You know, there's it's always going to be that way. I guess that was kind of the good thing about when when the when MMA came out, when the USC came out. I was like, you know, there was you know there wasn't no faking shit in that because these guys are actually going to put to sleep. So yes. boxing yeah. is, you know, you all, you always kind of scratch your head with boxing, and I don't think that's ever going to go away.
0: No, I agree, I agree with you. Yeah, absolutely. So let's um let so let's uh let's say you rank your top four or five, um, fighters. So maybe they're MMA, maybe they're boxers, maybe they're, you know, bear, uh, the bare knuckle, anything that you want. We'll just, just kind of just to see some of whether it's your preference or, or if, you know, whatever, like some of your favorite or some of the ones that you think are, you know, in the argument of always, you know, the top or some of the best.
2: For sure. Um, boxing, I would have to go, my, my favorite two boxes, one and two, whatever order you want. Roy Jones in his prime and Mike Tyson in his prime. I'm from Pensacola, so I might be kind of biased with the Roy Jones, but in his prime, I don't I don't know anybody who was as fast and hit as hard as he did. He was, you know, to me, he was one of the greatest. Tyson, of course, Muhammad Ali was just a genius man. He 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 was he took the, you know he, if you I've seen a lot of videos of Tyson Muhammad Ali when he fought, and he was just you know he outthunk you, he outfought you, he just he was a great, a great fighter all the way around. Um, MMA, I, I'd have, there's no way I couldn't say that, uh, Bones Jones is not the number one fighter I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, aside from his personal decisions, his personal, his personal life choices. Yeah. If you're talking about just a fighter, Bones Jones has got to be the best person who's ever done it. I've never seen anybody destroy people like him. Uh, I'm trying to think, uh, yeah, that 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 would probably be my top top 4 right
0: nice. there. Nice. No, no, that's good. And it's just cool because like it, it, you know what I mean? Like we all have our tops. you know. It's kind of a it's kind of a thing like, oh, rank the top 5 and the greatest and uh, so I just, you know, I'm just kind of curious yeah. who yours is. That's awesome. That's awesome. So um so if you could see any matchup – will will we'll just kind of do one more of these little things. If you could see any matchup, you know, that we've been talking about, you know, past present, you know what I mean? Who would you would be like one of the dream matchups. You know, in their prime or, you know, maybe it's a future or maybe it's a, you know somebody in the present versus somebody in the past. Like, who would you think would just be an awesome fight that you would think should be getting some of this big money through that these exhibitions are bringing?
2: Um I would have to say I would have to say Tyson versus Ali man would be both of them guys in their prime. Um That's the one. I would I would have to give it to Ali Hands down, because I mean I, I don't know. You never know with Tyson. If Tyson, if Tyson gets, you know, if he he was a, he was a, in his prime you couldn't touch him with a jab, man. He was he was so elusive he could get around that jab, and once he got to that body, son, it was he was gonna hurt you. Um, I don't I know Muhammad Ali was you know he was he was a brains like he thought he outthunk his opponents. He wasn't I mean he had great hand speed, and great power. Um, he was a bigger heavyweight, but I think his his best attribute as a fighter was his mind. He, uh, you know, he just, he out, he outthought his opponents and, and he beat them that way. Who do you think um, wins? And, I think Ali wins. Shocking because yeah. I'm, I'm a huge Mike Tyson fan. But I think, yeah. I think Ali wins. I think, I think he keeps, keeps Tyson on the jab and he moves around and, and, you know, Tyson, Tyson gets tired of chasing him and Muhammad Ali just, you know, puts him, puts him, puts him to bed after that.
1: The thing, the thing with Tyson, of course, everything ended within a round or two. He never had to go far. He never had to go the distance. I think, I think you're right that Ali would almost Mayweather him and let him run around for a while, and Absolutely. then he'd, he he would pick and choose. But I think if he got if he got in a swinging match with Tyson, Ali would lose. But he's too smart. He's too smart. To allow that. He, yeah.
2: yeah. He, that, in, in the mental um,
1: warfare, you know what I mean? Could you imagine
0: a uh, uh, Muhammad Ali? these days with yeah. social media how much oh he would just you know what i mean like there would be so much of a mental you know warfare that the opponents would yeah. already be at a disadvantage before he, the, would, the he would
2: yeah he would him. drive he would drive a guy like tyson crazy with his crazy. With, uh, his yeah. shenanigans because he was doing it back then and, and tyson wasn't really he couldn't really handle it that well i don't know if you remember some of his press conferences but Oh, that yeah. was spelling, <laughs>
1: spelling and texting Has <laughs> really it. been his thing anyways,
2: So <laughs> yeah. yeah he would lose it In those press conferences and these guys weren't even Weren't half weren't even close To the way Muhammad Ali was when he talked He was he was a different a different level of it.
1: Yeah he Well he was an actor a comedian A politician an activist And a fighter all in one Like before, yeah, before he it even, he, That's just who he was Yeah he, yeah, he could yeah, pull uh, that Yeah. No. Yeah. Absolutely smart. Very, very. A lot of
2: people compare uh, a lot of people compare early, early Foreman to a, a, a bigger Mike Tyson, but uh, I I don't know. Yeah. I've I've never really seen too many videos of, of Foreman except for when he fought Ali, uh, and I can't I can't really say that Foreman when he, he was in his prime was was as good as Tyson was. I, I don't. know. I couldn't say that.
1: I think the I think the footage doesn't allow our age to see that if, yeah, if people yeah. saw him live they can translate yeah. it you know like you yeah. watch an elite fight and it still almost looks slow motion but you know exactly. it wasn't it's just yeah. it's cut yeah. up when you watch tyson fight or some of the some of the newer stuff i mean the picture yeah. is so good you can tell exactly where everything's going yeah and the frame yeah, rates on the true. camera you know what i mean yeah. and all the
0: all that stuff was so so dated well obviously because yeah, it was the yeah. time it was still right. done but yeah no that's a great point um, yeah, absolutely. So we started a little bit ago, a uh, uh, kind of a new segment. It's a rapid fire questions. All right. So just kind of for fun. So what I'm going to do is, you know, this is going to be the fighter edition. So the first name or unname that pops in your head, when I, when I describe something, just, just throw it out there. It's just kind of for fun, just a rapid fire segment. So the first one obviously is who's, and it can be MMA, boxing, any, any fighter, anything that you want to say out, um, best beard.
2: This beard of Roberto Duran.
0: All right, all right. Who is one of just the biggest? Like, you think big and you're like, that dude is a monster.
2: Uh, Bob Sap, Bob Sap, huge.
0: Yeah. Hardest puncher?
2: Oh, man. Uh, Butterbean, baby.
0: Oh, Butterbean.
2: <laughs> Butterbean.
0: Smartest?
2: Holly, easy.
0: Best dressed?
2: Oh man, I got I got to give the Dante Wilder for his, his pre pre fight walkout uniform. Yes. he he put it all on the line with that one.
0: Yes, <laughs> yes, and uh, best tattoos.
2: Oh, best tattoos! You think I can't really think of anybody that has tattoos?
0: Yeah, that was an odd one. It was just I because go with yourself. Well, I'm just well, I'm just saying too because both of you, you know, and, and your opponent this week are both tattooed. So I was like, yeah, best tattoos. There's yeah, there's that's something. That's, that something,
2: that's like. something my wife said to me when I when I first got involved in the uh, BKSC. She said, "You got to get some more tattoos. These guys are killing you." I'm like, I know. They got you know, they got all kinds of stuff. on. My tattoos okay, are old. My, my tattoos before, before I had kids. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, if all, I have all, to get some all my more money. tattoos, I will, sweetie.
0: Right.
1: If she allows it, you like. Okay. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. She gave me, she gave me the green light on it. So I'm, I'm starting to think about it now. But, um, you know, I, I had a guy. I got, I didn't have very many tattoos when I started, but a, a friend of mine was like a tattoo artist. And when I first started doing the MMA, he was like, "Listen, man, every time you knock somebody out, I'm gonna give you a free session." So I was like, "Okay, I can do that." Man, I had like 16 knockouts in a row. This joker was tattooing me like that's that's literally where all my tattoos came from. I mean, awesome. I, I still, I still tipped him, but you know, he gave me all—all all these were free, pretty much. That's a cool I dude. Me, I, I tipped him for it. Don't, I don't think he knew what he was getting himself into, or or I, I didn't either. I mean, I had no idea, but it worked yeah. out. It worked yeah, out. No, he moved out of town, so uh, so I, you know, <laughs> like, it, 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 it all just kind them. of stopped. Yeah, it all kind of stopped for me.
0: I wonder if he's got another fighter in the area that he is and he has the same deal. Some of that sucks. No. <laughs> he's like, no.
1: you win one, I'll give you two. Yeah.
2: I, doubt, I doubt he struck a deal like that since uh, since me I, uh Yeah, I, I had him working. I had him working when he didn't want to.
1: <laughs> you only
0: make a mistake like that once.
2: Yeah, you do that one time.
0: Yeah, you would think so. Um, so what's kind of one piece of advice that you might give kind of any, you know, younger fighter, any fighter that, you know, just might be looking to either better themselves or maybe kind of just jump into a similar career?
2: The best advice I could give um, a fighter or, or, or just anybody in general, um, man, life is about timing. Uh, I feel like I'm living, I'm living timing right now did I ever want to be fighting at my age? No, hell no. I thought I'd be <laughs> way over this shit by now. Everything's starting to work out, you know, cause my, my timing finally, ma- it finally matched up. If you would have sent me to Miami when I was, when I first started fighting MMA, when I was, you know, I started when I was 28. If you would have sent me to Miami to train when I was that age, the last thing I would have done would have been training. Probably would have went to jail somewhere around here. Like I, just, I it wasn't right. It wasn't, my timing was not all, you know. I actually moved to Miami a long time ago, um, and it didn't last very long. For obvious, you know, I, I tore my hamstring. I had to go back home.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: which, which, which was the injury that I had to take off, t- uh, basically stop fighting for. You know, timing is timing is in life, in every aspect of life. It's, it's, it's not about what you think or when you think it's supposed to happen, man. It's just, you know, whether whether you believe in karma, God. Jesus, you know, whatever, whatever it is you might believe in, it uh, it's gonna happen when it's supposed to, not when you think it's supposed to. When it's supposed to happen, I got a family now. You know, I'm married. I got two kids that I love, and I could never be more grounded than I am right now. All I do is train. All I do is train. And all I want to do is sleep. So there's no, there's no partying. There's no getting getting sideways for me. It's, 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 it's. it's I'm I, you know, I'm on the grind. This is my moment. This is my time. It, it, it all just kind of happened like that yeah it's awesome. uh, a lot of a lot of young people try to force things like i i know i did when i was young you know I, I wanted things to happen right away and now i got to do something t- today to do it take your time man do everything that you, that you can do and don't you know try not to force stuff because forcing things can lead you down the wrong path We've so all uh, done there. yeah yeah just take your time and uh things don't if things are, if things take too too much out of you to get them to work, probably not supposed to work at that moment. You know, there might be something that's supposed to be down the road that that should happen.
0: Absolutely, no, that's great. That's a great piece of advice. I love it. Yeah, I'm I
2: I'm absolutely. living that man right now. Like that that's that's my everyday thing. It's like you know, I moved to Miami. My trainer dies. I uh, I don't have a gym. I don't have anybody to train me. Uh, I meet a Hall of Fame boxing coach. And I just joined a a bare knuckle boxing organization. He also trains three or four other bare knuckle guys uh, that are all undefeated. So, could I have asked for a better situation? Never, never, ever. And uh, it happened, it happened completely by accident, completely just by accident. Somebody set me up a, my wife actually set me up a personal, a personal, uh, my manager called me one morning and said, Hey, I got, I set you up a personal training with a, this Hall of Fame coach. He tells me 30 minutes before I have to be there, I'm still in bed. This jugger woke me up with this. I am so mad. I'm cussing my wife. Not cussing her out, but I'm yelling at him. I'm like, I told you not to call him. I told you not to talk to him. Now he has us running around looking stupid. I'm going to train with this Hall of Fame boxing coach and I'm about to show up late. And, and one of my big my, one of my biggest pet peeves is being late to stuff. Uh, you know, I just I wasn't in the arm or anything, but you know I played college football. And we always had to be early. If you showed yeah. up ten minutes early, you were late. Mm-hmm. So it, 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 I'm I'm huge about that. Like you know, somebody, especially if somebody's doing a, a free a free boxing session for me, I don't want to show up late on your clock that you're giving me free, you know, a free session. So I was I was pissing, and, I, and I, I I told her I said, I'm not going. I'm just not going to go. And she talked me out of it, and I went. Dude was the coolest, one of the coolest guys I've ever met. Uh, you know, in my life, me and him just clicked. Now, now I'm down here doing, uh, you know, eight, eight week camps with him every time I fight. Awesome. It's, it's weird, weird how stuff like that just, just falls together. Cause that I, really I was dead, yeah, I was dead set on not going. I told her, I, said, I ain't going, you know, I ain't going to show up late for this man. My, my manager should let me know ahead of time, blah, blah, blah. I was pissed. Ended up going. I got there on time actually, which is weird. Cause you know, I, I jumped out of bed with 30 minutes to get there and I'm, not from Miami. Don't know nothing about Miami. I'm 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 MapQuest and everything. Uh, I actually got there on time. He showed up like an hour late. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Well, my manager told me a time, and then he told him a, uh, a different time. So he was on time, just a different time. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it's crazy, but yeah, it worked out, man. And uh, you know, I I couldn't be in a better situation. And like I said, it's it's just all falling into into place for. Me. So uh, I'm looking forward to April 30th. You know, the last fight I did was the first camp that I had with uh, Commander Zero, my coach, uh, Orlando Cuellar. And it lasted 24 seconds. I didn't really get a chance to show anything that I've learned, which I'm okay with. And I'll be okay with that if it happens again in this fight and I don't get to show anything at all. Um, But, you know, I, I, I didn't really get to show all the stuff that I've learned, how I've improved as a fighter. April thirtieth, man. I, you know, I feel like Burns is a tough guy. He's gonna last a little bit longer than the, the last guy. Yep. Um, and I, you know, I'll be able to, I'll be able to showcase a lot, a lot how I've grown as a fighter, how, what I've learned, what I've, you know, because me it's training good, myself. Though. Yeah, it's great.
1: It's, it's good if you if you don't have to show your whole skill set and you keep it's adding awesome. to it every fight. Absolutely. Like that's that's fantastic.
2: Because when I when I did my first one. Basically, me, me, and a good buddy of mine from Pensacola, we just kind of just, you know, did what we thought. We didn't. uh, There was there was no, there was no, no secret to it. There was just uh, we watched a couple videos of this guy, and we said, "Hey, we think he's going to do this." Neither one of us knew anything about boxing at all. We just kind of
1: after we talked last time, I did a little quick research on Quayar, your trainer. Yeah. And it was pretty interesting stuff. Like, it lists some people. And so I didn't, you know, I didn't, I really didn't know anybody that he had trained, but like, it lists Mm -hmm. some people. So then I went and just read about them. Like, this this is legit shit.
2: Yeah. He's, he's, I didn't know who he was at first. So when I met him, when I, when I showed up for this, this, this personal, I, you know, I don't, I don't really follow boxing. I, I I do I do now more than I ever have, but then not at all. So I, I meet him and I'm like, hey, what's up? We train, and I'm like, I like this guy. You know, I like his, I like his mood. I like his, you know, he's he's right there with you in the in the sweat. You know, he's not just this, this box coach. Just says, hey, go hit a bag for 20 minutes. I'll watch you. You know, he's right there in your face, holding the pads. He's getting sweat on. You know, I'm, you know, slinging sweat on him, back and forth. He's right there in the mud with you, going through this, and he breaks he breaks you down differently than he does the next guy. He sees the things you do right and wrong, and he fixes them right when he sees them. So it's like That's you don't you don't sleep on anything that you're doing wrong. If he sees something you're doing wrong, he'll stop the whole the whole practice. Hey, stop, fix what you're doing, send you back out there, and let you see see if you learn from it. So he he's like it's like he takes you and he strips you down to like nothing. There was times in my first camp I was just like, man, I just need to go just go sign up you know get a job at Walmart. And I can't fight. He had me thinking, you know, he bro- breaking me down to, you know, it's almost like being in an army where they, where they strip you from all your pride and then built you back up. It yeah. was almost like that because I was just like, man, I can't fight. I don't know what I'm doing here. I'm wasting my, I'm wasting my, my kids' time, my, my money, being here, you know. What am I
1: doing? Imagine Blood. you being a Walmart greeter. <laughs> Buy some shit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no. Buy some shit. Steal, some, Buy some, steal shit. some shit if you want to. I'm going to chase you down. <laughs> I'm chase you down. <laughs> yeah. No, but he, then then i then i actually did some you know I, I looked him up and i couldn't believe you know he um i'm a i'm a i'm i'm from pensacola so obviously i'm a roy jones junior fan um my my coach now trained tarver when tarver beat roy he trained glenn johnson when glenn johnson beat roy and these are all in roy's like pretty much his prime yeah um, so he's the only he's the only boxing trainer ever to beat roy jones with two people which That's i didn't crazy. know that yeah, I didn't know that until until I started training with him. You know, it's awesome. He's had like twenty six world champions. Uh yeah. and you can you can tell when you're around him why and how. Um, because he's just he's just a he's a he's a mastermind. He's one of those people that you just see and you know he's like thinking, he's thinking of stuff before he even gets close to telling you what it is. The next day or something, he'll 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 put it all together. He's like, This is what I've been thinking. This is what we need to do. And, you know, just come up with these brain, brain, brain things. Like, how did you think about it? Like, what what, what got you down this road, going down this road to think that? He just he, – he, he, it never stops. It never stops for him. Um, as a boxer, he's trying to fix you 24 hours a day in his mind. That's what you need to do awesome. and how – what drills he can do to get you to, to this point. Uh, you know, it's, it's crazy. I could, I could talk about it for hours, the <laughs> stuff I've learned from him and the stuff he showed. me.
0: It's yeah. a good person to have on your side. True. And that might be an understatement. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. And, and it's yeah. cool because. You know what I mean? Like you could just see the passion and obviously you saying, Hey, I could talk about this for hours. Like it's just yeah. a good, good relationship. It's, it's awesome. It's it's absolutely awesome. So um, we're, we're, we're pretty much at the end of it. It went by super fast. Like it always does. So what I want to do is I kind of want to just put you on the big screen, tell everybody what you obviously what you got going on, what you, whatever you want to tell them, you know, about the fight, where they can watch it, anything that you want. And I know you're not nervous, but we're going to go big screen with you. So are you ready?
2: Big screen. Let me be ready. Let's go, you flex! <laughs> April 30th, BKFC, Birmingham, Alabama. I'll be the main event facing Josh The Hammer Burns. Tune in if you're not a BKFC fan. I promise you, you will be after this fight. Um, there's a ton of great fights on this card. Tune in, main event, April 30th, BKFC.
0: Let's go. Do it. So there's a couple of different places to um, watch it. I don't know if there's like a certain pay-per-view site that, you know, you tell people to go to, or if they just Google it. One that I saw was fight.tv. Yeah. Fight. TV.
2: yeah I, they, they have, I, th- I think they're doing this one on the app also. The, okay. the, the BKFC app. And I, I believe if you download the app, you can watch this one for free. They, uh, they flip flop uh, shows. They'll, they'll do a free show and then they'll do like one that's not on the app. But I believe this one's on the app for free. So, if you can't do it there, that, that it's on pay-per-view, uh Fight TV shows it, um, you know, stuff like that.
0: His eyes are amazing. I know I've been lost Laura in the interview. Eyes. I I Nick is buying it. So this is the link, everybody, you know, whether you're on any of the social media. This I know it looks like a long link, but this is the actual one. When you click this, it's right to the pay-per-view. Um, so you guys can check that out I know that I'm going to buy it We're going to have our watch party again uh, It's on the calendar We're going to be here watching it And uh, I'm super excited uh, Not only to be able to watch the fight But just, you know, we, like we said We just kind of shoot messages You know, on social media every once in a while Just see how each other are doing And stuff like that And I'm really thankful for you And I'm thankful that, uh, that you took a little bit of your super busy time And I know we're taking away from your sleep And your family time Which is super important So we'll let you go Like I said, guys 30th all right, that's eight days away. Make sure you guys check it out. Go watch the fight. Go root for our dude, Dylan Kleckler. And then I can't wait for round three round when, he, when he's going to be having a right title again. shot. So I'm We're,
2: super excited.
1: we ever go round three with him. Yeah, we are.
2: Going round <laughs> three, bro.
0: So um, obviously, man, thank you so much for taking uh, taking some time out of your busy day. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll definitely chat soon. Go get it. Yeah,
2: thank, thank you all, man. I love the show. Always a fan. See y'all. See you for round three, man.
0: Let's go, Dylan Cluckler. Everybody, Yay. Yay. take care, man. All right. Oh, I hope he's not mad. I, he was saying bye, and then I did it. But uh, uh yeah. yeah, yeah, guys. Dylan, you next. Absolutely amazing. We cannot wait for round three when he is ready for the heavyweight battle. Just an amazing guy. Again, hit that link. Go watch it. Fight.tv. Then there's even you know the the big button that just says. Pay per view, or obviously download the app. You can potentially watch it on there. But who wants to watch it on a phone when you can watch it on your computer, your TV, or anywhere else? Right. So thank you, Dylan, for taking some, some of the busy time. It's just cool. He's just, it's just a world that you know what I mean. I've never been a part of, and it's just, a, it's cool to kind of get the behind the scenes and just an amazing, amazing guy. What a gentleman. Yes.
1: What a gentleman. Like, yes. This, this dude is he's legit.
0: And Nick saying, "Woo!" good that's so,
1: exactly how he sounds
0: laura thank you for being here and thanks to every single person that took even if it was one minute 30 seconds or you were here for the entire episode we greatly greatly appreciate every single one of you and thank you guys so much for having uh you know for taking some of the thursday it really does mean a lot to us thanks logan for spending some of your thursday with us well, thanks, thank you Dylan. for having me here always welcome so all right guys have a great rest of your thursday we'll be back next tuesday triple t 9 p.m eastern standard time toby's probably going to be back all right yeah unless he's on the road again but uh either way uh you're like, we'll be back in the next thursday we have a little bit of a cool interview i'm pretty sure it's next thursday but uh there is a uh, a guy who is an adult now who i grew up with we were friends when we were kids i moved away um i moved away he moved away we kind of uh you know, went different paths or whatever, you know, our just families in there, but uh, like our, 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 parents are like best friends. Right. And uh, we just kind of, uh, me and him kind of reconnected over social media a little bit ago. He is um, he, he's in a uh, podcast. He's doing some radio stuff. He's got a band that's uh, on Spotify. Now they're getting a lot of momentum. So I think it's going to be a really cool show to be able to get him on, not only catch up while we're live, but uh, to help promote his Um, You know what he's got going on with a podcast and a radio show, his new band, and him and myself have been working on a little bit of a side project that maybe we will release to the public next week. So thank you very much. Yeah, I appreciate that, Nick. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's next week. But if it's not next week, it's the week after. But I'm fairly certain it's the 29th, which is the day before Dylan gets a title shot. So, all right, hopefully you guys have a great rest of your night. Stay safe. Stay bearded, everybody. Take care. Bye. Peace.